welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Kristen Guile. I'm the Chief Content Officer of AsweatLife.com. And in this episode, we are super excited to talk to Bree and Casey. They are the co-founders of Apollo Performance. And you may have seen all over our social media this week that our ambassadors are getting their socks in the mail and they are loving them. We are hearing some rave reviews already. And we are so excited to talk to you too and to hear more about your founding story and how goals have worked into everything that you guys have done up until now. So hi, how are you all? Hi, thank you for having us. Um, I want to make sure before we get into this podcast that everyone has sort of a clear idea of what Apollo is and how you guys stand out from the rest of the recovery uh, space. So let's start with like a quick introduction, a little founder story. Um, And Brie, I'll let you take this one. So tell us how you guys got to where you are today. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'll try to give you the abbreviated version because it's a long one, but we, we've definitely been guided by fate. Um, Casey grew up dancing in Idaho with my husband, who's also a dancer. Uh, and they grew up dancing summers together uh, in, in Idaho and eventually uh, both moved to LA uh, for different reasons. Casey was getting her master's in kinesiology. My husband was a professional dancer touring at the time with um, Cheyenne and working for a convention. And somehow, some way I ended up in LA. I grew up as a dancer. I ended up in LA and um, knew my husband. He introduced me to Casey and uh, he was, she was the best friend that I had to meet. And, um, it, you know, it was kismet. It was, it was instant connection. Um, it, you know, my husband still has minor jealousy issues because we're like, we're so much closer than they ever were now. Um, and, you know, we have this amazing friendship, you know, she's in my brain and I'm in hers and, um, and, and we just really hit it off. She's more like a sister than anything else. And, um, you know, we just, our lives, we've, we've seen each other through everything, having kids, our professional ups and downs, meeting our husbands and relationships and, um, all of that. And, and eventually, you know, I, we ended up in Texas, uh, my husband and I, we, we got married, we ended up in Texas. She went across the country to the East coast. And, um, you know, we, I was running a, a dance studio at the time and funny, funny enough, another funny story is, uh, my family and her husband's family, uh, actually grew up vacationing in the same, uh, sleepy little beach town in Florida called New Smyrna beach. And we were on vacation at the same time at the same place and decided to meet up because we never got to see each other. We didn't get to see each other too often at that point. And, um, and she, you know, had so much research under her belt. She's our science brain, you know, her brain's always, always going a million miles an hour. And, um, she, she just had a lot of information and research under her belt from her masters and her experiences about injuries in the dance world. And she knew she wanted to do something about it. Um, me at the same time I was running, you know, building my third competition program and venting about my frustrations with that, that position and what I was seeing with kids and being injured. And she happened to just come to me, you know, we were, came together with our families on the beach and, pitched me this idea about doing something and you, the idea of using compression to, to mitigate, you know, the issues, the injury issues that were, were really, really, really prevalent in the dance world, especially the commercial competitive space. And, um, it really resonated with everything that I was seeing on my end, um, with the kids, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have that same research that she had access to, but I, I it made complete sense when she said it. And um, it kind of it kind of evolved from there. So we like to say Apollo was really born on the beach, and um, it, 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 that's how it started. 
And Casey, can you tell us a little bit more about how your background led you to this specific idea and sort of what was going through your your brain with all of the, I know that you've had trouble with injuries and you have a lot of different fitness certifications and you've got a pretty good understanding of the fitness industry and the human body. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that same story from your perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, there um, was something in me. I was, I was always a dance teacher. My mom was a studio owner for 41 years. And so I, that was my first job. I was a coach mentor. Um, and my goal in that role was always to help them know what I wish I would have known. And, um, there are a lot of, um, injuries that are caused to dancers due to the culture. Um, and so with, as I started to gain a better understanding of, um, the body through, um, different lenses from, you know, strength and conditioning certification to yoga, and then my master's in kinesiology, I started to understand that holistic perspective of what we wanted to, like, what would be great to provide to a community that needs it. And I really started focusing on um, what the leading cause of injury was, and that is overuse, repetitive strain, and inflammation. But um, that doesn't like that, that plagues dancers. It's actually twice the injury rate from the knee down um, due to overuse and repetitive strain than football players in dancers, which is insane. <laughs> We're not a contact sport. <laughs> so, um, you know, knowing that and knowing what compression was doing for, you know, sports science, kind of like focusing in on that. And then where would it be most effective for dancers and really, you know, doing lots of research to get it down to it. Well, it, it really is starting at the feet. Um, and that really has a kinetic chain all the way up through the entire body. Um, and the fact that dancers um, at the time, I mean, and they're still not, the dance footwear had not evolved. And it actually was becoming very popular through um, Brianna's time, you know, growing up dancers that they started dancing more barefoot. Um, and then it was really becoming popular to dance in socks. So um, kind of realizing that there was a way for us to reduce that cause of um, such major injuries through also changing the footwear. And then that's where we started honing in on the specifics of where I was going to place the compression. What was the compression levels going to be um, adding in, you know, comfort with the um, energy absorption pads and the ball of the foot and the heel, you know, providing where, where everything was going to fit in. Um, that was a lot of trial, testing, research. We consulted with podiatrists, chiropractors, um, physical therapists, cardiovascular surgeons. And dancers, I mean, you know, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we dove in and, and I really um, looked at it from a, many different levels of um, what was compression offering people at the time and what is it that was missing. And we really brought everything together. Um, into this technical garment that just really doesn't exist. And that's one of the reasons we were able to get a patent on it. And our listeners know that our community is not made up of just dancers. So we're going to get into later on how you guys have expanded Apollo into being just for the dancers and to being for everyone. But first, I want to make sure we hit the first big question that we ask everyone who comes on our podcast. And that is, tell us about a big goal that you've had in the past why was it important to you? And how did you end up achieving that goal? 
And Casey, I'll let you start. Let's see. Um, in relation to Apollo? Yeah, let's okay. stick with the theme today. Honestly, uh, geez, we've, we, we've had a lot of them. <laughs> we've, we've, um, because if you look at like the early days, it was just learning the ropes um, where the goal was just to launch the company and everything that went into building a company from the ground up learning, you know, from business licenses and the lawyers and, uh, you know, development of understanding how to manage inventory and fulfillment and, you know, manufacturing in the U.S. Um, yeah, the, the, the entire process of launching it. But then, um, you know, I'd say one of the most recent big goals um, that I was really proud of that we achieved was when the pandemic hit, um, we needed to feel like we were doing something. It was a very helpless feeling um, because we were looking left and right. And I know that your listeners can probably relate as well because it was the same thing in gyms as it was in dance studios. Um, everyone was getting shut down. And, you know, especially in dance, they are um, not in it for the money. Typically, these are not people that are, you know, in a lucrative business um, and often rent is month to month. So for everything to just stop. And to see the whole world Broadway go dark, you know, it was, it was scary. And then on top of that, you're hearing of, you know, left and right, they're closing for good. Um, yes, there was people that were able to start doing Zoom, but there was a lot of trial and error and learning in that. Um, and then we went through the murder of George Floyd. We were having the, the pandemic hitting our frontline workers. People needed masks. Um, there was a lot going on this summer. and what we focused on first, um, we put before saving our business was to what can we do to help? What can we do to be an industry leader in this time that people need it and bring everyone together? So we actually first developed a charity um, and we created a charity within our dance industry focused on um, the, it was like the all in challenge where people were able to donate experiences and virtual Master classes, Boston Ballet donated, you know, opening night tickets for when they do open back up with Sleeping Beauty to, you know, people were donating merchandise um, and dancewear. And it was where we, um, everybody would donate and then challenge somebody else in their network to join in. And then we issued that out to the greater community and the world where they could bid on these prizes and raise money and every penny went to uh, studio owners that were struggling. And what we did was in the process, um, we opened this application to studio owners at a time where um, we felt the call to be advocates for diversity, social justice, um, and to bring awareness to you know the systemic racism and issues in dance, because there's a lot besides um, equity issues, gender equity issues, um, nutrition issues, dance being behind in needing to adopt dance, medicine and science, um, integrative dance. So we also then at the same time built an education course donated by experts in every part of the, the, those fields I just listed. Um, and we made it free. And we made it also a requirement for any studio that wanted to apply 
to get relief from the charity had to do the educational course. So we felt that it was also a way of starting to spread awareness and activism and, and get people just because we believe education is key to help and whole mind, body, and soul. Um, you know, you, if you know better, you can do better. And so many people are just not aware. And there's so much research, there's so much evidence-based information that once you give it to people, it can activate change. Um, and so that's really what we focused on was then, you know, starting live uh, Instagram chats, classes, and then that platform for the charity and education. And that really catapulted us um, into building the community that we've always wanted for our brand. So that was probably a, a big goal. And I was really proud that what it has evolved into. And one of the hardest things we have ever done. It was so I big up, <laughs> big props to anybody out there who does this on a regular basis. Cause it was so, it, there were so many moving parts to it at a time that was so um, challenging already and, and extremely proud of that. Well, that, that is so impressive. And I hadn't heard the full extent of everything that you have done beyond, you know, creating an amazing sock for everybody. Uh, and it's so exciting to hear, you know, how connected you feel to the industry and the different teachers and studios and everyone around it. So thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, we're in the middle of April right now and we're starting to see some signs of life around Broadway, around different, you know, dance companies and studios starting to reopen and to plan for what that looks like. And Brie, I'd love to hear how you guys are feeling right now as you start to see like these little seeds sprouting up, like, okay, maybe we can get together safely in a dance studio again, or go see that ballet, that Sleeping Beauty in Boston. Um, how's that been for you watching that come back? It's just been so, um, it's been such a relief. Uh, we feel so optimistic. It, it feels like we've been fighting and clawing and battling like the rest of the world for, you know, a year now. And, you know, we've worked harder than we've ever worked. And I know the same can be said for everybody in the industry um, all over the world. So it, it is very, it's a little bit of a relief to see things start picking up. I feel like we're seeing light at the end of a really long, dark tunnel. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's just, it's, we're encouraged. We're very encouraged. So we want the momentum to keep going. Um, I think, you know, just spinning off what Casey said, it, it, this last year has taken us in a, in a direction. I don't think we anticipated going, um, as quickly as we did, um, before, you know, before the charity that she mentioned before the course, we were very careful to keep, you know, being honest, we were very careful to keep our, um, not to get dive into anything politically or take a stance on anything. You know, we wanted to just be for all people and leave our personal feelings out of it. And I think I, we both went on this really deeply personal journey in educating ourselves and learning. And, and it was the first time we really put ourselves out there in terms of taking a very strong um, advocacy position on certain things going on in the world. And, and it really changed our company did not, it wasn't just a product. It wasn't just about education on injury. It, it now it's about we're, we're health and wellness and mind, body, soul, like she said, and, um, and advocating for, for people of all sizes, colors, gender, 
genders, ethnicities. And, you know, we now have this, you know, Insta Live series that we ne- we had never gone live. We, you know, we have these educational chats with industry leaders in and out of the dance world. We have classes, we have, um, you know, we have this course that we can now offer people. You know, we do this Friday series that um, we dive in, you know, and go live on Zoom and Facebook where we're, we're talking about these questions on a granular level and talking about these things um, to educate people and hopefully inspire them to dig deeper on their own. And so it really has shaped us and, and changed the trajectory of where we're going as a company and what we are. So we make amazing socks, but we are so much more than that as a product and as a company now. And I think that that's the biggest change. So I think we're really looking forward to exploring that more and touching more people all over the world as, as things open back up. Well, we can't wait to see that either. Uh, In the meantime, let's talk about those socks a little bit. So y'all started because you know the dance industry so well by making socks and taking them to dance studios, showing them to dancers, letting dancers' parents buy them and, you know, use them and really see how amazing they are as a recovery tool. But now that you've nailed that niche, so to speak, you're expanding and making these socks for everyone, uh, which includes our fitness-minded community. So tell me a little bit about what that, I don't want to call it a pivot because you've been pretty clear when we've talked before that you always knew these socks could be for everyone, but what's it been like sort of expanding your your target audience um, on a marketing level and realizing how many more people you can help? And Casey, I'll let you start with this one. Um. Yeah, like you said, we always knew they were for anyone with feet, um, and but we were dancers, so we started with dance. Um, that's what we knew, um, and we knew that there was more. Um, again, when the pandemic hit, we were able to get them on nurses in several different hospitals that were on their feet, you know, <laughs> all day, every day. Um, we got to see how they impacted people's lives um, on a level that was life-changing, um, when you're getting testimonials of how a sock can change people's lives, you know that you need to get it to everyone because when your feet hurt and you have less pain, you really can do more every day and you can do more of what you really love or are passionate about or what you need to do for your family and your life. Um, so it, it was um, evident to us that the pandemic, the universe has guided us every step of the way in this process um, and it was time. We knew that it was time to expand. Um, we did a lot of um, re-strategizing. We did a lot of studying um, and surveying where we were at, what we needed to do. And we realized we needed to rebrand and open ourselves up beyond dancers. Um, and that's what we really worked on this year, uh, relaunching our website and completely rebranding our look, our colors, our logo. Um, and that all launched um, February 1st. So it was a year of um, growth and pain and change. Um, and in the end, you know, beauty that we really are so grateful for, you know, the silver lining from this last year. Yeah. And Bree, give us the hard sell. Why, why have our ambassadors loved your socks so far? Describe them to me in great luxurious detail. They're, they're so free. I'm going to just be really excited now. They're so premium. They're amazing. And so we have, styles for anyone and everyone, you know, and the, the thing about it is that there's not one thing that satisfies everybody. And that's why we have so many different styles and colors, because, you know, you may like a good no show, but I want a crew or, you know, I want a barefoot feel. Um, and so we do have something for everybody, but beyond that, they're 
premium. They are, they're made from sustainable yarns. They're, you know, you go and you look, I mean, I don't know, I work like compression geeks. We've researched it a ton and we, we've bought everything out there and, and feel it. But when you, when you go, you'll find a sock that, you know, claims arch support or, you know, might give a little bit of a squeeze when you put it on, or you've got, you know, the graduated compression that might go up your leg and then maybe some padding in another style, or maybe it's antimicrobial over here, but ours have all of it. I mean, you've got, and that, that, the the compression zones are so targeted. They're, they're highly engineered, targeted compression zones between 20 and 30 millimeters of mercury. And they really are going to give you that ankle squeeze, the squeezing your arch, the energy absorption padding, they're antimicrobial, they're moisture wicking, they're made from sustainable yarns, like I said. Um, it, it, they're, they're just, they're incredible. And, and like Casey said, they're life-changing. We have the testimonials from people, thousands and thousands of reviews of, of, and it's so humbling still to be able to sit here day after day. And, and I would say every day case, I mean, I wouldn't, you agree with that, but every day we hear from people, this is changing my life. Like I've been in pain for years and today I'm not in pain and thank you for making this product, which sounds silly when you're talking about a sock, but, but over and over and over again, that is what we hear. And we felt it in our own lives. And so um, I think well, that's why people fall in the engineering. Yeah. yeah and engine in the, in, in the engineering of how they're built, if you want to get really granular, <laughs> you know, we, we put our high compression zones where the plantar fascia inserts by where the ball of the foot and the arch meet, where the heel and the arch meet. Those two points are what is important that lifts and stabilizes. There's 26 bones in the foot. Um, and that creates a lot of movement just with regular walking, not necessarily even exercise. Um, and that movement will create inflammation and the arch that typically wants to stay in this position just with regular walking is getting yanked at these two insertion points. Um, and then there's also ligaments on the ankle, the outer part of the ankle that there's three ligaments that are most vulnerable to the rolls and sprains. Um, and so all of these points in the foot is where we focus our high compression zones to be able to stabilize. Um, and what that stabilizing does is it helps reduce the amount of inflammation that takes place during your long days, your traveling, your exercise, just being on your feet all day. Um, so it's going to reduce how much inflammation that typically takes place. That inflammation, um, often what happens over time, if you are not giving it enough time for it to be absorbed back into the body, um, it will start to compound and restrict blood flow. Um, and when that happens, that's when you start to get the chronic injuries like plantar fasciitis and tendonitis. Um, for some people, arthritis is something that they deal with. You'll see that they love what this does for them as well in reducing that pain and swelling. And then, you know, so we made sure that it was not only targeted, then the energy absorption, we've actually had two studies that have shown um, how it reduces force. Um, and the way that we knit it in doesn't um, prevent you from it's, it's really light in a shoe. Like it's not overpowering. It's not too thick. And it's also not overpowering for dancers that want to feel the floor. So the combination of those placements, the energy absorption, how we lift and stabilize the arch, the feet, the ankles, and then we have the graduated compression that helps circulation um, that they're also wonderful for when you're wearing them, when you're not working out or on your feet for recovery um, to help your feet continue to recover and more efficient recovery so your feet are fresh every day. So it's really, there's, there's a lot of little um, details of, of why they work. Um, the level of compression that we did is at a point that it is effective without restricting range of motion. And that's really important 
because there are a lot of, um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners that are barefoot purists and believing that foot strength, I like to be barefoot because I need strong feet. There is a lot of studies that, especially when the barefoot running came out, you know, tennis shoes and, and, you know, big major companies, they started doing a lot of research to show that arch support was important because the barefoot runners were saying it's not. Um, and really there was not a definitive answer on either side, except where it did come down was it did show that barefoot does build more strength. But that is only because to get, as you know, most of your listeners that are active in building strength, it's because you need a full range of motion with a muscle. It needs to fully, you know, be able to go through the concentric and eccentric contraction. Um, and an arch that is in a tennis shoe um, can prevent that. So orthotics and tennis shoes um, can make it so your foot is weaker because you're not getting that full range of motion. And so being barefoot, you do. But that's where ours actually is this perfect combination of shoe and sock because we provide that lift and stabilizing that you want from that arch support. So that arch isn't dropping, you're getting less minimizing and yanking and, and, and developing the inflammation. Um, but we don't restrict any range of motion. And so your foot's able, all those intrinsic muscles are able to fully work and still build strength. And if you think about how many people, you know, in your own life who are struggling with all those itises, um, it, that these are wonderful for them. Not only like Casey said, to keep doing what they love, their passion, whether that be running, cycling, hiking, yoga, Pilates, dance, what have you. It's also, they're also great for recovery for everyday wear. And all six of our styles are certified uh, or given the seal of acceptance by the American Podiatric Medical Association. So we're really proud of that designation as well. I'm so excited to wear them. I've been on the road for the past month. Yeah. One month. Exactly. So they're waiting, for me. they're waiting yeah. for me in Chicago. I just have to get there and, uh, relieve my mailbox from everything. <laughs> uh, we're coming near the end of our time together. So I want to make sure that we, uh, get in the last question that we like to ask everyone and Brie, I'm going to let you handle this to make it sort of a nice bookend. So tell us about a big goal that you have for the future, why it's important to you and Casey and how y'all are going to get there. You know, I think we have lots of goals. We we still have lots of goals, but we want to we want to impact. We want to see us impacting one million people um, by 2025. We want to get these out there. We want these in every household um, across the world. We want people to know when they hear Apollo, they think of support um, and they think about health and wellness, and that they can continue to do what they love. And we're going to do our very best to make sure that happens. We want to grow internationally. We want to have fulfillment centers, you know, all over the world to make these more accessible and cost effective for our customers, you know, as, as far as Australia, you know, so, um, we, we just are going to work to really get these out and make them a household name and something that people can't live without. Casey, anything to add there? Um, we want to continue to do good. Yeah. We want to be a company that is able to be good for the earth, and be good for your feet and your body. Um, and we really want to continue to make garments that are sustainable and functional and help people do more of what they love. Amazing. Well, that was awesome. I love hearing the story just straight from your all's mouths because it's clear how much you two value each other as partners and how much you truly feel the passion behind what you're doing, not just for the dance community, but for, as you say, anyone with feet who needs the, the recovery help. So 
Before I let y'all go, why don't you tell me where we can find Apollo on the internet? Uh, anything we should know before trying our first pair of Apollo socks? Uh, this is your shameless self-promotion moment. All right. You can go shopping at apollaperformance.com. That's A-P-O-L-L-A. Um, P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-E.com. We're at Apollo Performance on Facebook and Instagram, at Apolloware on Twitter. Um, bef- just give them a try. We we guarantee our products. So we're gonna, we're gonna, our customer service is our top priority aside from making quality products. So when you try them, we challenge you to try them for 14 days. And if you don't like them, we'll refund you. But we believe that there's a style for everybody and you just have to reach out and we're gonna work really, really hard to make sure we get you in the right style and fit but free returns and exchanges so it's a win-win try them out you're going to feel a difference in your life and 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 they're going to change your world awesome well Bree, casey thank you so much for coming on we got goals today it was a pleasure to have you both thank you very much for having you we really appreciate your time too yeah i'll sit i'll be on the road i'll be back i'm just reaching for a goal so don't be upset when I'm not around. Just know I'll be back, so no need to frown. This has been another episode of the We Got Goals podcast, and it is another thing that is better with friends. So thank you for listening and being one of ours. Thanks to Ryan Deffitt for editing the audio and Ryan Baruga for editing the video portion of this podcast. We'll be back next week. And until then, good luck, goal getters. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>